0: And welcome to the Nursing Standard podcast. I'm Flavia Munn, editor of Nursing Standard, and your podcast host. In this episode today, we're going to be delving into the topic of job interviews. So, does the very mention of the word interview make your heart leap and your stomach lurch, or is that just me? <laughs> But how can we manage these natural nerves and even use them to our advantage? So joining me to discuss this is Nicole McIntosh, Regional Head of Nursing and Midwifery with London Health Education England. So Nicole, welcome to the
1: podcast. Thank you very much for having me, Flavia.
0: Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. And I'm really glad that I'm um, interviewing you today. (laughs) rather than me being in a job interview. <laughs> but I think it's a it's a fantastic topic to, for us to discuss. So I'm, I'm really glad you, you could join us. Um, so sort of kicking off. Um, first up, I wanted to ask you, why do we get so nervous with interviews? And is there a way
1: we can use this to our advantage? Yes, that's a very good question and a good place to start. I think we get nervous because... It means a lot to us and we're walking into an environment that we we it's unknown. So there, there could be questions on a topic, a, a role that we might not have prepared for. So we're it's like an exact situation where you're just on edge and you want to make a good impression because you would not be there unless you really wanted the job. So there's a lot riding on it, and I think the nerves are Nature's way of keeping us on track to stay focused, but we need to manage it. I learned a few years ago from one of my managers that you can use different techniques ahead of the interview to manage these nerves. And one that you can use is what the All Blacks, that New Zealand rugby team do, and they come together and really almost hype themselves up to kind of believe in themselves but not to be too overconfident. So yeah, there are different techniques, but the nerves are nature's way of preparing us for an environment that we need to be on our toes, but we just need to channel, channel that and, and, and use it to our advantage.
0: Mm-hmm. so you're not suggesting everyone does the um hacker isn't it
1: but <laughs> you old black can stick. do that in the in in you know in the toilet before just before <laughs> you get into the, the, the interview scenario so you're calm by the time yeah. you get to the interview
0: <laughs> yeah i love it <laughs> brilliant <laughs> and so that sort of brings me on actually to my next question I was going to ask you um, how can we successfully prepare for an interview so um, obviously yes. um, rugby techniques aside
1: <laughs> so I think the best the best thing to do is to to remember it's a journey so the recruitment process is a journey so you saw an advert you saw a job description you applied for a role you were shortlisted and now you're at a point where you've been invited for an interview so it's a good time for you to pause and reflect about the journey so far and revisit that job description and start thinking that if you were an interviewer trying to get the best, best person for this role what would they ask in terms of what is essential and what is desirable for the role so you start by thinking as an interviewer to some extent and if you have an interview that can be tricky so what i would say for that is if you're at the earlier stages of your career you start thinking about questions that you've heard or you've been prepared for in terms of an interview so you have the standard questions that you start to practice what you would say so tell me a bit about yourself that's a chance for you to really shine at the start of an interview so practicing you know getting someone who is um, experienced to help you to practice to prepare is really important but then you have to start thinking about what's happening in the organization. So understanding where the organization has been, their journey, and where they are currently, and what they're, they're likely looking for in a candidate to join their team, because you have to be a fit. And an interview is a, is a real opportunity for you to see if the organization is a fit for you. So don't be too overwhelmed by the process, because there is some point to it you thinking, actually, I've, been invited for an interview but i'm now not sure whether i want to uh, go ahead with the interview so it's a chance for you to do research about the organization check out your board papers speak to people who've worked there before arrange an informal visit it's really a chance for you to 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 get yourself understanding what the role will add and how you are the best person and how you can use your transferable skills and your your journey so far to showcase yourself in the best light
0: Mm. And and how can we uh, sort of um, set up for success, if you like? I'm I'm thinking, you know, some interviews are, are taking place in in person now, but you know, there are also those that that are online. Are the different sort of um, preparations and and skills you can use in those
1: scenarios? Yes. So we're more used to face to face interviews. So I think in terms of preparing for face to face, it's important for you to plan your route to the interview test it out see how long it takes and allow yourself enough time because you'll be very nervous on the day as we said before so arranging an informal visit physically going and seeing the environment speaking to someone who is appointed to to lead on that for that recruitment process so to get a feel of it face to face and really ensuring that you ask questions that can help you in terms of preparing for a presentation. You know, it's really good to speak to people who are currently working there and asking them why they like it so much. What, what's the best thing? What needs improving? And that local intelligence is really important for you. It can, it can help to calm your nerves as well that you've done thorough research. So that's face to face. Um, in terms of where we are now in the pandemic and the virtual interview is taking on prominence. And I think it's likely to continue, even post pandemic, where some interviews might be held virtually. Big thing for me is being familiar with the technology. So ensuring that you have the right devices, you have the right apps, that you test to make sure that you are your connection works, that your Wi-Fi is up to it, you know, practicing in that environment where you are. On a screen, it's like a performance. So it's really important for you to be punctual, getting yourself prepared on time so that you, when you, the interview starts, you're calm and everything is, is set for you to shine through that little box. Remember, they're only able to see what you can see on the screen. So being aware of your face facial expressions, being aware that if you have a question that you don't understand is you know, calmly say, can you rephrase that or I'm not sure I understand or just clarifying what you think is being asked before you proceed. So it's really different preparation for for different environments. But ultimately, it's about showcase, showcasing yourself in the best light to get the job.
0: Mm, yeah definitely no I've had some experience of interviewing people on on, online actually and it is quite a different setup isn't it But I think we've probably become a little bit more used to it at at this stage of of the pandemic but yeah yeah definitely on the sort of day itself um the day of the interview what what can people do to sort of really be you know sort of um top of their game on on that day
1: I think it's important to to get to a point where you've done all your research, you've done all your preparation, you have made it this far, you're ready to be interviewed, that you do some deep breathing, some meditation, some kind of just calming down your breathing so that you're focused and your, your head is clear, stay hydrated, make sure you have something to eat before that, make sure you get a good night's sleep as much as possible so that you are really calm and ready to be interviewed, to have a conversation with your interviewers. So I would say um, if it's a face-to-face, getting there early is better than getting there just on time or late, getting there early and maybe having a cup of coffee or tea or just anything to kind of just Remember your journey so far and why you are there. So you walk into that interview showing yourself in the best light and that you are the best person for the role. So being calm is really important. And just remember, if if there is a question that you weren't prepared for, you can always say, this is what I would do in such a situation. If someone asks you a question that you've never experienced, just put yourself in a scenario that, this is this, these are the steps that I would take. But yeah, entering an interview with your body language as well, you make sure you have an open body language so you own your position, you own your space, you sit back in your chair and that you 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 relax so you have a, a, a posture that is really confident and relaxed as much as possible under those circumstances. Mm,
0: I thought that was a really a great piece of advice, anticipating questions that you may not have the answers to, as in you, you haven't experienced yourself, but you could actually still actually have the answer, couldn't you? But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, brilliant. And that that sort of brings me on to to what I was going to ask you actually uh, about how, how do you answer questions effectively and, and perhaps concisely, I'd add
1: as well. Yes I would say if you are asked a question is being clear that you understand what is being asked so rephrasing it before you you begin to answer would be one technique so someone says can you tell me about your strengths okay so my strengths are are you start processing what what you're going to say before you you, you say it um you will get questions that are kind of dreaded. Some people don't like to be asked about their weaknesses and they, they say things like, I have no weaknesses. Well, that can't be true. We all have weaknesses. But it's for using the weakness question, I would say choose a weakness that you're aware of and that you're doing something about. So for me, I would say one of my weaknesses is that I sometimes don't know how to shut down at the end of the week where I can work too long and sometimes I get drained. So I've recognized this as a weakness. So what I tend to do is make sure that my diary on a Friday has some time built in where I can reflect on the week and wrap up unfinished business so that I can finish on time and that I hold myself to account. So I've shown you that I am very, very honest about my weakness, but I'm doing something about it. So don't be fearful of it. When you get a question if it's not clear or if you're not sure don't just rush into an answer and get yourself modeled because that will knock your confidence is just say can i just double check that i've understood your question correctly and that way you're giving yourself enough time to process what you're going to be doing i think it's important to have a little bit of a strategy in answering questions so You start with the the situation, you know, what they've asked for. You explain the context in which you're going to be answering it. You give an example of what you've done that showcases that you've done something similar. And you say what you've learned from that experience, whether if you were faced with such a situation, if you would change your approach. So what went well, what didn't go so well, but being really humble about what didn't go so well and why and the lessons you would learn. For the future because that shows that you're a reflective practitioner and that's what we need. We need people who recognize their limitations but are not afraid to say actually if I was faced with that situation again I would handle it slightly differently because I'm learning. It's about lifelong learning. Mm, That's a really excellent point actually the reflection. I think I think I might
0: use that one myself. Um, I use it a lot. (laughs) Yes, it is brilliant, and I, I do love that question about weaknesses as well. Because you often the the classic answer is um, I'm I'm a perfectionist, isn't yes. it? <laughs> so, but it's finding one that actually you know you are kind of showing a, a weakness, but actually showing how you're 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 acting on it. Yeah, yeah, br- brilliant. Um, I also um, wanted to ask you about um, kind of really in a way, answering that that kind of final question that often comes up in interviews when, you know, the panel says, and and do you have any questions for, for the panel? And I just wondered if there's a way in which, you know, you can use that question to also kind of shine to, to the panel.
1: Yes, I think that final question is really important and I've answered it in different ways for different roles. I've walked in when I've felt quite nervous. And I said no, no questions from me because I really want the interview to end. And reflecting on that, I think that was maybe not the best approach. I think what would be a good approach in terms of that final question is reflecting on what you've seen in the job description, the process you've gone through for the informal meetings and the interview itself is understanding whether there's still any gaps in your mind remember we said at the beginning that this is a the interview process is a chance for you to see if you if it's a fit for you so if there are anything niggling in the back of your head that you really want clarifying like for example you could ask is what support will be available for me to settle in within the first six months that shows that you're picturing yourself in the role and you, you you've showcased what you have to offer but you want to know from their opinion what support would be available. And for that, you're looking for, you know, them to ask, you know, whether you need any IT support, any training, any mentorship, any bodying up with someone who is experienced to kind of give you some mentoring and coaching. You want to see if they've thought it through that they will, they too have a duty to ensure that you shine in the role. I think that final question is not the, it's not the time for you to ask a question that shows that you don't understand what the role involves. So now it's not the time to ask them to explain the job description, because there might be alarm bells ringing in their head as to whether you understand the role or not. So I think it's really a fine balance in getting the, the, the last question, that that final question. You could ask as well, when will I know about the the outcome of the interview if they haven't said before but if they've already said that we'll let you know by a certain date I don't think now is the time for you to seem too pushy so yes I think that support for me is you know what support would be available you're not asking them to tell you about the job you're just saying you know if I was successful how would you ensure that I shone in the role it shows that you've pictured yourself in the role
0: Mm, yeah, so so not the time to ask about your annual leave, which <laughs> I do <Yes>. know someone <laughs> who, yes. had a, who had a question like that in that scenario, which um yeah <laughs> put them Agreed. off the candidate.
1: <laughs> Agreed, just, and I have been in situations where a candidate really took the opportunity to ask several questions uh, when they were given the opportunity to ask one, and that came across as being interviewed and the panel. Mm-hmm. might not take too kindly to being put in that kind of position if the questions are things that should have been brought up before so just be very mindful that no is not the time to to drill the interviewers because that could come across that you um, don't have insight into time, number one, because each interview is allocated a certain time. And if it's already running late, you know, it might send the wrong message. So I think keeping it very simple, things that you want to clarify before you leave. So if they call and offer you the job, you won't be asking those things at that time. You've already kind of decided what your, your options are and what your your next course of action would be.
0: Mm, yeah definitely and if you were to kind of uh, give three kind of tips for um, a successful
1: interview what what would those be? I would say the first thing is to be calm mm. maintain eye contact with your, your interviewers and that can be tricky when you have a panel of interviewers and sometimes a panel can be quite large so don't be Don't be overwhelmed or intimidated by having a large panel. I think focus on the person who is asking the question and maintaining eye contact with those. Uh, Don't be distracted by other panel members taking notes. Don't be put off. Don't try to think about what they're writing because you'll lose your focus. You'll lose your chain of thought as well. So really staying calm. Answering the questions and being concise, so knowing when to stop talking, and that's something that I've learned over the years. Sometimes when we're not sure, we tend to ramble on. I think you need to know actually I've answered, so I'm going to stop and be quiet. Now it's a good, good, good technique to remember. I think not drilling the panel, uh, as as I said before. But be, be but but being being open to having a conversation and, and and smile while you're in the interview. Even if it's a nervous smile, show mm. your human side and show that you would fit fit into the team, you know, you know, I think it's really important. So maintaining eye contact, staying calm and showing your human side and showcasing yourself so that when you walk out of that interview, even if you are not successful in in that that interview, you don't feel that you feel, you feel that you did yourself justice, and you, you, you know, you, you can hold your head high. Mm, yeah, I think those are
0: all oh, excellent tips, and and definitely a good um positive note to to take away and and end on um and um before i thank you very much i just wanted to also let um listeners know that um if they're inspired by our conversation and are, are looking for a new job to interview for then look no further than the com, where you can find all the latest nursing jobs and fairs where nicole you're also a regular speaker <laughs> Yes, I am. Um, thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. You've been a, a brilliant um interviewee.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. It's been an honor to to take part. You know, anything to help others who are going through what I know is a challenging situation is really helpful for me as well in terms of giving back and inspiring the next generation of leaders.
0: Thank you. Well, I've learned a lot. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you very much for listening. Just a reminder that all the resources connected with this episode of the show can be found at rcni.com forward slash podcast, where you can also catch up on any episodes you may have missed or simply want to play back. And we greatly appreciate any feedback. So please do rate or review us on Apple or Spotify podcasts, which will also help other people to find us. I hope you enjoyed the show.